Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. I'm Kevin Siddiq Lim, the host of Convert Central, and I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Our podcast focuses on the challenges that Muslim converts face along their conversion journey to help Muslims from all backgrounds to find a strong foothold in Islam. Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn page at Convert Central, and I look forward to sharing with you all the beneficial series we plan for the year. For now, I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Welcome back to Convert Central. So Alhamdulillah, um, we are coming to the end of Ramadan and we are also coming to the end of our Ramadan series, What Do'a Speaks To Me. Uh, we are on episode 8 of our series today and uh, this, this inshallah will be released on the 24th of Ramadan. So that means uh, Allah to God is coming, Ramadan is coming to an end. And with that, you know, uh, I would like to introduce one of our converts that actually he's on our team and he's been also, you know, uh, very active with Convert Central, you know, this year and since last year, he's been in contact with Convert Central telling us how we've impacted his journey and all. So uh, I would like to introduce Brother Adam and I'll get him to share his story with us, inshallah. Assalamualaikum. My name is Adam. My original name is Andre. Uh, and I've been a convert for slightly over six months now. My journey started around mid-2019. Uh, pretty much during that time, I was I, I just left my previous religion and I was looking for more answers. And funny enough, uh, all my colleagues are actually Muslim, except for me. Uh, so they have been setting a great example for me. And uh, of course, I, I, I still believe that, uh, in, in the book, uh, people of the book. So my previous religion was one of those. Uh, and Islam seemed to be more interesting to me. And the examples that my colleagues seemed to be interesting. So Alhamdulillah, uh, one of them actually accompanied me to the Knowing Islam session at uh, MCS, and from there, it's, as I say, it's history. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I took my first class, and yeah, alhamdulillah, I'm a Muslim now. So, um, when you're learning about Islam, right? I I guess it's the knowledge about like the religion that really drew you to Islam. Um, which part of Islamic faith did really attract you into the faith itself? What really attracted me is, uh, just from that Knowing Islam session, the introductory session into Islam. Uh, which was just two two hours. Uh, I already had ans- I got answers to questions that I was searching for for like a really long time, uh, and that was already like whoa like this religion has already thought about this and this religion was created so long ago and it given me the answers I was looking for for so long. Let's find out more. So that's that's how it started it all. Right, right, alhamdulillah. And I, I also recall my very first knowing Islam sessions on the third floor of the Rakam, if I recall properly. Yes, yes, uh, same feeling, floor. same feeling. You know, it gets you interested in what faith and you want to learn more, right? So uh, thank you for sharing about that. So uh, I actually know you, you know, a while before today, you know, since last year. And we actually had a meal before uh, you joined Convert Center as a team member. So maybe you could just, you know, tell us how has Convert Center impacted you on your Convert journey? Uh, yes, definitely. Uh, in, my, in the process of learning, um, I was looking for support network and I was looking for people who either had converted recently or people who were going through struggles similar to mine. Then uh, I don't know how, I think someone, oh, one of my friends actually uh, sent me the link to, to Convert Central's uh, first few podcasts. I think it was the third episode or second episode in and I started listening and I started listening every week. And it was really amazing to know that uh, there are converts out there who like have similar struggles, if not similar, even worse struggles. But they still took that that leap of faith to to go into Islam, and then that really motivated me to know that I'm not alone. And there are people who have it way worse, but their their faith is so strong. So, yeah, that that's how Convert Central really um, 
guided me along and assisted in me uh, in my process of conversion as well. I think that's that's also what we're trying to do here, right? Like sometimes we learn about a new faith, right? And then we consider like a lot of different religions, Christianity, you know, and and uh, faiths. But sometimes like Islam is never in consideration because it just doesn't feel normal, you know, when you're exploring religion. And that's something that um isn't the case, you know. Like Islam is a very logical religion. It's it's open for everybody, you know. Diversity in Islam is, we talked about that in in our fundamentals to faith. So you know, when Commerce Central started, we just really wanted to normalize uh the, this process of conversion for people. If you are coming to Islam and you're searching for purpose in Islam, it's normal. Like you, you guys don't have to feel like you guys are weird or going out norm. Many people like you guys just me just perhaps you don't know. But we are trying to raise awareness here. So you can listen to more stories and including people like, you know, uh, Adam and uh, I think it's very inspirational. The it's always difficult to come into Islam when we are slightly younger because there are many other alternatives and and, and options that, that we are exposed to. We know most converts they are slightly aged, so like above 40 years old. So people like uh, Brother Adam, we, we really don't really see much in the community. And I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we got you to come up to share a story. I hope that we have like another 15 to 30 minute session next time to, you know, feature a story. So, but today, uh, we're going to move on to your favorite doa. So six months in uh, as a convert, uh, please share with us, what is your favorite doa? Okay, sure. Uh, okay, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Rabbil fili wali wali daya waham huma kama robayani sorry ro. Robbie Fili, Wali Wali Daya, Waham Huma, Kama, Robayani, Sorry Ro. Robbie Fili, Wali Wali Daya, Waham Huma, Kama, Robayani, Sorry Ro. Alhamdulillah. All right. So this uh, dua of Robbie Fili, Wali Wali Daya, Waham Huma, Kama, Robayani, Sorry Ro, it is uh, translated to uh, My Lord, forgive my sins and the sins of my father and mother, for they have loved me when I was a kid. So I think uh, this dua is special to you and, and myself as converts is because coming to Islam, we know our parents are important, but we, we normally don't know like how intense it is, like how, how important they are, right? And Islam really sets a benchmark, you know, in, in many of these aspects when it comes to parents. So um, this, this dua is probably like one of the first few duas we will learn as a Muslim, you know, with regards to our parents, right? And I'm sure like, you know, in the process of coming to Islam, we also hear many narrations about the importance of parents, and which is why we make dua for them even if they are non-Muslim. So I'll just share about, uh, you know, we, I, we've shared about the translation of the dua, forgive our sins and the sins of our parents for they have loved me for, when I was a kid. But right now, I just want to, you know, share some narrations also that talk about the importance of parents in Islam for those converts who are listening. So the first measure of importance when it comes to parents is the Quran itself. So before part of this dua was reviewed in, in the Quran, uh, the part is, Warhamhumma kamarokbayani sahira, the Ayat before that is uh, chapter 17, verse 23. Your Lord has decreed that you worship none but Him, that you be kind to your parents. Whether one or both of them attain old age in your life, say not to them a word of contempt, nor repel them, but address them in terms of honor. And then this part of this dua was reviewed. So um, you will see that the first thing that Allah has decreed for us to do is that we worship none but Him, right? That's the most important part of Islam. La ilaha illallah. That we say that in our shahada, right? But surprisingly, you know, the second most important thing that comes after that sequentially, right, is, is to be kind to parents. So in the Quran itself, in, in terms of sequencing, Allah has to, showed us how important our parents are. That it comes right after belief in Him that He's, he's, he's one, right? And secondly, uh, we also have many narrations of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he has mentioned that um, one of his sahaba mentioned, he asked Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what action does God love best? 
Rasulullah answered prayer at his, at his proper time. So he asked again what comes next. Rasulullah said dutifulness to parents. And he asked again what comes next. Next comes jihad for God's cause. So Another time, you know, uh, also through the idea of sequencing, Rasulullah also mentions the importance of parents. So he mentioned the first one is uh, our salat for Allah. Our, the second one is uh, dutifulness to our parents. And the last one is jihad. And you also have narrations of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when he has, he's been asked, you know, who, who in this uh, dunya should I uh, show my love to, most of my love to? And Rasulullah said, your mother. He was asked again and he said, your mother. And he was asked again and he said, your mother. And the fourth time he was asked, then he said, your father. So this is something that uh, you know, has happened time and time again in the life of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And it, it, when I, I came into Islam myself, I realized, wow, you know, I, I was taught to love my mom since I was young, right? But not to this extent. So I guess this is just a glimpse of um, how, par- how important parents are, not just like in our lives as, as Muslims in general, but for converts especially, you know, the support of your parents in your conversion journey is something so mo- monumental and something so important to us that helps us grow as Muslims. And inshallah, you know, with this dua, we pray that when Allah forgives our sins and the sins of our parents, He also brings our parents into Islam and we can be a, you know, family of Muslims that can, inshallah, in, in time, uh, Taraweh together, Iftar together and Sahur together. Yeah? So, Alhamdulillah, uh, it's, it's a beautiful dua. Uh, I'll just want to, you know, uh, I've shared a little bit about the du'a. Maybe you can tell me why this du'a is special to you. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, it's important for us as, as Muslims, uh, not just in our daily life, but as for converts, it's the process as also the post-process of conversion. Uh, yeah, like, for us converts, like, sometimes our friends or our extended family might not understand can get they can get very confrontational about it like hey why did you convert why why islam like do you know that it's a violent religion that kind of thing so it's that misunderstanding and that leads to a lot of uh arguments and, and confrontations but as long as you have your support of your parents and your family at home i think that does that makes it all that doesn't matter it doesn't matter what other people say as long as you know you have the support of your parents and yeah they're always there to to help you along the way and defend you so I feel that this this dua is really important because, like, yeah, uh, as much as I, I would want my sins to be forgiven, I want my parents' sins to be forgiven as well for all they've done for me. Alhamdulillah, we, we like to make a prayer here that, you know, all of us converts here who are, who are listening, we pray that our parents get guided into Islam and we pray that Allah forgives us and shower His mercy on all of us. I mean, so thank you for sharing that. I think it's a beautiful reason uh, why you like this dua. And it's, it's truly close to not just convert hearts and all about Muslims, right? So we talk about Ramadan and uh, now it's about the 24th day of Ramadan, right? And um, something special that happened to you this year is that you got married. So, you know, <laughs> it's a big part of a Muslim's life to get married and it's a bigger part of a convert's life to get married because finally you have a family where you can wake up for Sahur wave and Iftar wave, right? So maybe you could share with us the first three years that you were fasting. I know you got to your Shahada this year, but you, you, you shared earlier that you have been fasting for three years prior to this. So you can share maybe how it was that three years and how much you were looking forward to, you know, having this Ramadan with your family, your wife's family as well. Inshallah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So prior to this, for the past three years, I, I have been practicing fasting, um, not with the intention to convert. It's, uh, it all started uh, three or four years ago. I can't remember which is exact year. But uh, I, I noticed that my, my Muslim friends were fasting. And then I was like, hey, that looks fun i want to i want to try <laughs> yeah the word fun came to my mind so uh i wanted to try and they recommended that i don't do 30 days 
I do 15 days first. Uh, so my body doesn't have a reaction to suddenly fasting. Uh, so yeah, I tried it for 15 days and Alhamdulillah, it was uh, very beneficial. I love the feeling of finally getting to taste that first drop of like liquid or the first taste of food when it hits your mouth. Oh. Water is suddenly sweet, right? Man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything just tastes like 10 times better. And like, whoa. I was like, I want to experience this again. But I don't want to experience it alone, definitely. So I'll wait for the next year's uh, Ramadan to try again. So I slowly increased it until uh, eventually it went to the full 30 days. And yeah. Mm. Uh, but it's always been alone. I've always right. had to wake up in the morning by myself. Yeah. I would have to eat alone, which is quite sad. <laughs> yeah. So this year, it's, it's been good. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I have a bigger family now. I have my wife and my wife's family. So I have a cat as well. So I have so many people joining me in the morning to eat and so many people to breakfast with as well. So Alhamdulillah, I'm really, really happy. Yeah, I think like like a big motivation of us fasting is, is also community. Like when you have family, right, you're fasting together. And, and when you fast together, somehow it doesn't feel that difficult. Right. So I, I, I'm sure like this is something a lot of us converts are looking forward to as well. And I think like, as you mentioned, now that you have a family to, you know, throw away, Ramadan seems like such a warm thing, you know, instead of like a, a, a lone wolf journey. So uh, we're all looking forward to that as, as, as converts. So inshallah, um, before we end this uh, podcast, I would just like to get you to share, you know, any uh, advice you will give to fellow converts while listening to this podcast about maybe the last 10 days of Ramadan or just in general. Yeah, uh, in general, I, I would say uh, if you're a new convert or you're just about to convert, uh, don't be intimidated by uh, people around you, uh, especially if you go to like the mosque and see people who are, they seem to be like, wow, deep in their prayers and like they, you're worried that they're going to judge you for not like not being perfect or not doing well or not really knowing enough. Uh, don't worry about them. Don't think about them. Just focus on why you're at the mosque, why, what you're doing. So it, you have a connection with the one and only, right? So make it a, one, uh, a one-on-one conversation with him. Uh. So yeah, don't be intimidated by others and continue to keep striving to be better. Uh. That's, that's great advice. That's great advice, especially in Ramadan, right? Like sometimes we are trying new things in Ramadan. All of us are. And as converts, like sometimes you feel a bit, uh, you know, self-aware that people are looking at you. You're trying something new, right? First time bring away, you know, first time you're, 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 you're eating with your, with your three fingers and like you're thinking, am I doing it right? right? No, the, the important thing is that you're doing for the sake of Allah. You're following the sunnah of the Prophet Wasallam, and you would much rather the love and attention of, of, of the Prophet and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be on you than, you know, uh, the love and the attention of the people to be on you. So, yeah, like what you said, uh, we are all learning. I- I'm sure like born Muslims in Singapore as well, they're supportive. They see that you're a convert and you're, 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 you might be looking uncomfortable and, and, and new, right? And they understand, you know, uh, the side of the convert isn't that rare nowadays uh, in, in masjids and all. We have uh, quite an interesting, uh, you know, uh, our lineup of YouTube accounts and, and all sharing about conversion stories. And Darul Hakam is also ramping up its awareness program. So you guys have not tried to Qiyam. Inshallah, wake up uh, in the middle of the night. Try something this Ramadan. And Inshallah, maybe we could take some of these practices and make it into habit. You know, post-Ramadan and into the next few Ramadans as well. So thank you so much for the advice. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been quite a rewarding session. Uh, I think this is one of the tours that I really wanted to feature on Convert Central. So now that we've gotten the chance to, you know, feature, I would like to, you know, uh, say my thanks to you. And also thank you so much for coming to share your story. So 
uh, I think we'll end this episode here by reciting Tasbih Kafara and Surah Al-Asr. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wal-Asr innal insana lafi khus illa ladhina amanu wa aminu salihati wa tawasabil haqi wa tawasabi sabr. We would like to also make a dua before we end that all our brothers and sisters who are listening to this podcast to seek Laylatul Qadr and to find Laylatul Qadr and we pray that all Ramadan uh, our fasting gets accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for an accepted fast in the month of Ramadan will expiate all our sins before this Ramadan itself so inshallah we'll see you three days later for our second last episode of our Ramadan series and uh, by then that would have been Laylatul Qadr so inshallah we hope that everyone reaches Laylatul Qadr and meets Laylatul Qadr Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh